Think of memorable DJs and unforgettable voices in American radio. Who do you think of? Some names jump to mind, like Casey Kasem, right? He was the voice of American Top 40. Alan Freed, of course, the original voice of blues, country, and rhythm and blues, and a member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Or how about someone who we had on our show once, Mark Goodman, the great Mark Goodman, who well, then became the first BJ in MTV history. But ladies and gentlemen, we are pleased to welcome, especially my audience who does not have satellite, Sirius XM satellite radio, to a voice that has been with millions of people since satellite radio started. It's a voice that has been with us through everything, through 9-11, the Great Recession, it's been through us through wars, and now a global pandemic. Someone with impeccable taste in music, an unforgettable, unique, and just warm voice, and better than anything, an incredible human being and, and an even better mother, right? So ladies and gentlemen, we are pleased to welcome today to the J-Rod Concerts podcast, Christine Stone, Christine with a K. Christine is a DJ on, you know, on satellite radio. She's on a couple channels, on Spectrum, Channel 28, and Classic Rewind, which is Channel 25, for those of you that maybe are new to the service since the pandemic started. And you can always count on her on being authentic and playing great music. Authentic can mean anything, but it's like being with a friend. It's fantastic. And of course, on the socials, you can find her on Twitter at Christine underscore Stone or Instagram, Christine Stone. We thank Christine so much for her time, for being a guest. She gave us time during her vacation, so that counts as double. And, uh, you know, we hope to have her again. It was such a pleasant chat. Time just flew. And uh, wow, what a, ple what a pleasure to have Christine uh, on our show. And, uh, and guys, as usual, thank you so much for, for listening to our podcast. We love the comments that we've been getting. Keep them coming. Uh, our Instagram is at jrodconcertspodcast. And uh, if you're new and you like what you hear, subscribe. Give us five stars. You know, all that stuff helps a lot. And ladies and gentlemen, this is Christine Stone. <laughs> I'm in Miami, the place Miami. that gave you, that brought you to this crazy world. That's right. You have a good memory. How are you doing, Christine? Oh, I'm good. I'm on vacation, but it doesn't feel like it because, you know, there's right. always... Yeah. Right, right, right. So, you know, I, I heard you, I think, talking about that the other day, like that it felt like TGIF and it kind of felt like a Friday for the first time in a while. Yeah, well, I, I might have spoken too soon. Because, <laughs> you did. Ah, so you're to blame. <laughs> yeah, it's all my fault. Um, no, it, it, it was just the, um, the ability to go to a restaurant if I wanted to. Right. It just changes the whole dynamic of being, you know, um, quarantined or in lockdown. Yeah. But I see that not everyone views it the same way. And That's so um, you got to be careful. <laughs> what yeah. you said i mean I, a polarizing comment for me now on the air is to say please wear a mask yeah i mean polarizing then I times then i hear about it on twitter like 
you know, be quiet about the mask. I mean, yeah, that's the problem with Twitter, right? But yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. It comes with the territory. It's fine. Sure. sure. Well, Christine, thank you for your time. I know you're, you're super busy. You're, you know, one of the hardest uh, working women in radio. So I really appreciate that. You're giving me some of your afternoon. Thank you, Jamie. It's a pleasure. Cool. Let me introduce you to my audience um, because maybe some of my audience don't have serious extent. They don't know who you are. But guys, let me tell you, Christine is a legend. I love her. She's one of the best DJs uh, in North America, in the world, whatever you want to say. She is at a couple of channels in Sirius XM. She's at Classic Rewind, uh, Channel 25, if you're testing it out. Or uh, I know m many of my audience love you too, and maybe you subscribed. Uh, channel 25. Yep. And, the, and the Spectrum, Channel 28, which uh, you will love both of these. So, um, so yeah, Christine, thank you. And personally... Jamie, I'm sorry, ahead. which one do you listen to? A little, a little more of the Spectrum, honestly. Okay. Yeah, because you're young. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, you, I don't know if you can see my white hair, but I you're young. <laughs> no, but but a classic rewind. I go, I go there often as well. Yeah, and and some and sometimes when you say, okay, I'm gonna make the switch, I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna make the switch too. I I, I like the head on the heart, but I it's enough the head on the heart for a minute. Go back I, to classic rewind. I know, I I, know. I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> of course, of course, Christine. Yeah, and 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 thank you because um, honestly, like for ten plus years, I was counting how many years um you know you've been like part of my life right like you know college you know grad school met my woman got married divorced now i'm divorced so it's like a... listen marriage is not for everybody <laughs> so you've been through all of it christine and it's cool it's cool that you're always there so thank you <laughs> my pleasure so by the way do you get that a lot christine when, when you when people find out like who you are or they recognize your voice do you get that a lot like i recognize you from somewhere or like you know all that stuff once in a while um you know of course since we're all working from home um i haven't taken the train in over four months which is nice um but i occasionally would be talking with some friends and somebody would turn around and say hey are, are you christine but they wouldn't even say you know for whatever channel or rock and roll or anything just are you christine um and sometimes they just say are you christine with a k because i you know i guess i don't sound like anybody else yeah in in, in the best of ways for sure so before we get before we i, I want to talk a little bit about your life and maybe finish off with some music some 2020 music you have such great taste let's ask start with the most important question of all christine uh how is your golf game going <laughs> that's funny um it's not great jamie i mean you know, you have to play, um, I think, more than once a week if you want to see improvement. And so, you know, my kids, uh, I've got two 20-year-old twin boys, and uh, one is autistic, so that presents a whole other boatload of challenges. But um, they're, they're Generation Z. Um, they, they need, like, help doing things. They are very stuck on their screens and they're, I mean, I, I realize we're, you know, living through a global pan, pan, pandemic now, but they um, are more isolated than ever. And it's really, it's like bad. Like they, they don't even want to go down to the beach or go for a walk. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't know if you, you have any friends or nephews, nieces, I don't know who are in their early twenties, but that's what I'm finding with my own kids. I'm doing my own research and they're, they're disconnected. So yeah. not, not yeah, yeah. crazy 
at this. And I raised them. Like, where did I fuck up, Jamie? No, listen, and this pandemic to accelerate. I mean, I have two nephews and, and uh, you know, they're like five and eight, I guess. And, and they finished the school year on Zoom. And, nice. uh, and, and it was scary to see like my five-year-old nephew, like know more about Zoom than I did. Like, so quickly, it's like, well, you know, where is this going? So quickly, so fast. It's insane. Yeah. If, uh, I, I could never have predicted with our advancements in science and medicine that this would have ever happened in my lifetime. I thought, yeah, the old 1918 Spanish flu, that, that's going to be it for this century or two or forever because we're so apart and we're, we've got all the science behind us. But I, you know, uh, yeah. shocking. Unprecedented. Unprecedented. Yeah. Unprecedented. Unprecedented, Christine. So, yeah, I mean, I, I do want to touch on Corona for a second. Um, sure. Christine, I, I love asking people this, whether they're artists, producers or whoever, because it, like, what were you doing in March, you know, 7th, 6th, early March when kind of everything shut down? Like, what was like that two week period for you? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, the last thing I did in Manhattan was I went to Madison Square Garden to see um, Squeeze and Hall and Oates. Nice. And I went nice. with my friend, Jared Max. He works over at oh Fox Sports. Oh, my Sport. God. That was the opening night. I interviewed John Oates the other day, and he was saying, we played the garden. It was a great show, and that, that was, was it. <laughs> so good. That was the last night I had in Manhattan. And um, that was early, late February, early March. So um, it's been since March 11th, I think, that I was actually at our office in Manhattan. So that's yeah. a long time. I miss my colleagues. I miss that sure. sense of normalcy. Um, but I am getting used to it. I think everyone is. And we proved that we can do this remotely, which is, is big for us. I mean, radio is important now more than ever. I mean, there's nothing on TV. So, yeah. you know, yeah. um, radio is really important right now. It is. And, and you know, plug, plug aside, I was telling uh, my brother-in-law the other day, um, Sirius XM has absolutely stepped up to an unprecedented level. And I'm a, I've always been a fan. So this is, but it's just gone from 10 to like, like Spinal Tap to 11. They took it to 11. The, everything, every, the app on demand, whatever you want. It's like unbelievable. So good for you. You've really been paying attention, Jamie. That's so true. I, and the one thing that impressed me um, the most was in that first, I think it was March 9th or 10th when the CEO, Jim Meyer, emailed the staff, which is, you know, thousands of employees, and said, we're closing the offices, you know, effective immediately, and we'll consider reopening in June. And then, you know, somewhere in March, we got a notice that it would be Labor Day. Uh, we don't want to be part of the spread. And what they did for all our employees and announcers is they sent out microphones and corporate laptops to each announcer, whether it was a part-time weekend person or someone like myself in two channels, everybody got a laptop and a microphone within a week. And the show went on as usual. Yeah. No, no, no. That was good. That was good, Christine. So yeah, it's, so it's, it's been epic. So um, yeah. So tell me a little bit about your childhood, Christine. We, we briefly mentioned that you, you were born here in Miami. Um, um, North Miami. And you moved quite a bit. Oh, North Miami. Okay. Yeah. My, my dad went to uh, University of Miami and met my mom during his time there. And she was this close to being a, a 
a cocktail waitress at the Playboy Club. And my grandfather said, absolutely not. Um, but then she was pregnant and married, you know, six months later with my brother anyway. With your so. older brother, yeah. Yeah, Charles, uh, Charles Jr. So they, they met, obviously they had my brother, um, mm -hmm. got pregnant, then married, um, then they had me. So there was some love there. Uh, was yeah. it just, you know, <laughs> a shotgun wedding, but it was <laughs> I mean, that's, that's when you did it in the 60s. You got pregnant, you got married. So Right, yeah. Um, and your dad was in textiles, right? So he moved quite a bit? Yeah, he, um, he started in retail at Burdines. In ah, Do you remember? Is it still around? Oh, oh I, I missed it. Yeah, no, they closed oh. it like maybe about like 10 years ago. It was like a big okay. deal, yeah. Well, that's where he started in 63, I guess. And then he went to uh, Fieldcrest in New Jersey. Mm -hmm. And then... Manhattan. He worked for another textile company called Milliken. Okay. And from there, he stayed in the garment district and sold Gloria Vanderbilt jeans, um, Nine West shoes. You know, he's retired now and lives in California. Cool, cool. And and you moved to a bunch of different high schools, I imagine, at this time. Yeah, that really sucked, Jamie. I've I've been through years of therapy about going. <laughs> Three different high schools. I'm sorry to re retouch that then. Yeah. It's, it's, I'm fine. I'm an open book. I mean, you probably hear this on my show. It's like, well, I, yeah. I better come drink about this. But, um, you know, high school is hard enough. And, yeah. you know, going, I went to ninth and 10th grade at um, Norwalk High School in Connecticut. And then 11th grade, I was down in Florida for one year with my mom. And I said, you know, I love Florida. It's my birth state. I love visiting here, but going to school here and working is like a totally different dynamic. It's yeah, vacation. It Do you find it, it hard? Well, <laughs> when the sun is shining and you want to go to the beach. Well, you, you know, you get used to it, right? Uh, like, uh, but you know, you go to the beach when you live here. It's like, when's the last time you went to the Statue of Liberty or something, right? Like, it's kind of like that it's kind of like that you know you, you just you're, you're doing your your work thing and yeah but yeah that's i hear you that's a good point so i, I had to get out of uh, florida so i went and moved to um new york and lived with my dad my parents were divorced since um 76 and so this was uh, 83 and so i graduated from um rhodes prep school in new york which is no longer there mm -hmm. but then um after that one year in Manhattan, I went to Simmons College in Boston. Yeah. Where I met my lifelong friends who I still see all the time. Now, that's awesome. That's really good. That's where I think I got my roots. You know, it was not high school, it, transient, you know, just moving around from yeah. school to school, but college. I do wonder, Christine, though, if like, you know, uh, a good thing about this experience of moving to all these high schools um, and even and, and you even uh, spending uh, spending summers with your aunt in uh, in France, right in Saint Genis. Like if all these like little things gave you That's like right. tools, you know, every, everyone loves you, Christine. The way you connect on the air, the way you're connecting right now, it's like you're so personable. And I, I I'm just curious if these are like where your superpowers come from. No way. Oh, you know what? Uh, I think moving around so much, Jamie, probably did um, give me some flexibility and adaptability. Um, just to kind of pick up and go and make it work. So I am easy with people, um, even strangers. You know, obviously, you, this is the first time we're talking. You probably feel like you know me. 
Right. No, I hear you though. I hear yeah. you. I understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I guess, you know, um, kids are so resilient, you know, um, would I prefer to go to one high school? Yep. But you know, water under the bridge. So totally. uh, yeah, make the best yeah. of it. I think I turned out okay. You, t- you turned out great, especially like in Boston, you know, you were in college and you go to this contest at WZLX, uh, right? right? It's uh, DJ Five for a day. Yes, yeah, right. DJ for, for like a day or something. Tell us it a little was, bit about that and how it went. It oh, for an hour. Um, this was my um, junior year. It's my junior year at Simmons. And we were listening to a classic rock station there, um, WZLX, as you said. And it was in the, uh, the Hancock Tower, um, which is the beautiful, tall, mirrored building at Copley Square. And so we just loved the station. And then they had this promotion, you know, uh, so enter to win uh, to be a DJ for a day, which is really just one hour on the air. But um, so I submitted all these songs and entered the contest. And they called me and said, come on in. You can do the lunch hour with Tony Mathis. And so... Um, I went you remember in. the songs that you submitted? Gosh, I have a tape of that, a cassette of that somewhere. Mm. Uh, you know, I, I played some Steely Dan, some Led Zeppelin, nice. uh, Santana, um, nice. Traffic. I know I played Empty Pages from Traffic. It, it was <laughs> a classic good. rock station, so they want to hear classic rock. So um, anyway, it was the thrill of a lifetime, and I, you know, that's what made me say, I, I'll finish my major in French, but I want to be in radio. Nice. So fun. Nice. Was that the first time that like you, that you realized from like, man, I could do this for a living. Like I actually have a great voice. I didn't say I have a great voice. Although um, the, the guy I was with Tony, Tony Mathis, he said, you're a natural Christine. You know, you might want to do an internship and see, see where that can go. But I was like, Oh, really? <laughs> like all I needed to hear. And, and, uh, so yeah, it's been it's been great. I mean, the last uh, I've been in radio almost 31 years, and um, 19 of those have been at Sirius XM. Amazing, amazing. So you started like when Sirius XM started, almost right? We I started two weeks before 9/11. I was going to ask you about 9/11. Very yeah. good. Yeah. So that, that was crazy. That whole month for you. First, the I anticipation. Was, yeah. Uh, the word is so surreal, out of body experience. Um, and my kids were just a year old, barely. And I took this job. <laughs> I was there the night before. Um, and I was about to get on a train to go into the city that, that Tuesday morning and, um, you know, heard the news and just turned around and went home. Like the office was closed for two weeks. Right. Oh, so that I thought that was a strange omen, you know, to start a new gig, but um, it was fine. I mean, there was some PTSD involved with being in Manhattan during that time. Right. And, um, it doesn't really affect me anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would say, you know, like teeth grinding and, um, you know, waking up in the middle of the night, um, just getting a, a panicky feeling. Um, anxiety attack, uh, panic attack. Those happened for about three years after that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I started seeing a shrink and, you know, it was a whole process to get sure. And um, it's, uh, I'll never forget it. 
Were you nervous, Christine, when you made the jump to satellite? I mean, it's, it's easy now to say, like, that was a great move, right? But back then, it was risky. Yeah. Like, it was an unproven commodity, right? That's, that's a good point, Jamie. I, I had uh, no idea of the future of satellite, um, but I totally believed in the product. And I thought, you know, I want to be here uh, from the ground up. And yeah, so it was a startup when I began with them in 2001. Sure. And it was, um, it was good. I, I'm happy there. I have lifelong friends and um, people come to SiriusXM and they, they stay, they stay for decades. Uh, we've got plenty of people that have been there as long as I, if not longer. That's cool. That's cool, Christine. And Christine, how do you deal with like when you have a bad day? You know, we all have bad days. We all have our moods. We all, you know, shit happens. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, what, what do you do on a random Wednesday when you, you're just not up to it, but you have to come and, 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 and give us some music? Like, how do you do, how do, you do it? How do you, how do you get in state? Yeah, um, I exercise a little bit. Sometimes I'll um, get on the treadmill and uh, break a sweat, and that will just kind of clear my cobwebs and give me some energy. Mm -hmm. uh, there are days like that. And I know after the lockdown, um, you know, all I could talk about was like how weird this is. And yeah. <laughs> hearing on Twitter, you know, I was talking about something besides the pandemic. And I said, you know what? I'm not watching the news anymore. Um, I'll go on social media, but if there's anything that I don't want to, you know, get involved with, then I'm just going to scroll right past it. Good. And, I, and I started focusing on people. And like, you know, how their laundry's piling up and how mom is now cooking three meals a day instead of just, you know, two. And uh, the whole dynamic of working at home with little kids around. And that, that's how I connected with people during this pandemic. It was just like, let's, let's talk about how high the grass is getting, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, how you can pay your bills late. Like, if you want to pay your bills late, now's the time to do it because there's no <laughs> right. thing. So that's stuff that people can relate to. And it's an escape from all that other stuff. Yeah, and no, definitely. They don't want to hear that with their rock and roll. They just want the rock and roll. They want to have a good time. Exactly. They want to, no, definitely. Muster up the energies. I don't know. Sometimes I'm on autopilot. Like they need me to be upbeat. So I got to be. Yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure, Christine. Well, thank you for sharing that, that tip. I do agree on the exercise. Just getting a little move will change your state, right? So, for it's sure. Yeah, definitely, Christine. So, you're a very big Rush fan, obviously. Uh, legendary, one of, the, one of the big fans of Rush. Tell us about, uh, you know, Neil Peart's death, of course. Uh, when he passed, how did, well, how did you hear about it? What did you feel? Well, um, yeah, uh, it was the last hour that I was on the air, um, and we, he died on January 7th, although we didn't find out until Friday the 10th. And um, my boss in Los Angeles called me, Bob Buckman called me and mm -hmm. said, hey, Christine, and he's so mellow all the time anyway. I answered the phone, I was like, what did I do wrong? <laughs> and he said, nothing, nothing, you haven't done anything wrong. But I have some bad news about Neil Peart. And uh, my heart just sank. It just sank. And he said, can, can you, you know, do the rest of your show? We'll put some uh, Rush songs in there and, you know, you can address the whole situation. And I said, of course, you know, if I can get it out without breaking down, which I did. I, I might have gotten a little choked up. 
which I would just let pour out later, but yeah. to, keep it, to keep it professional. Um, so we, we just, we played a bunch of Rush songs and then I, I was somehow designated the um, ambassador to get Sirius XM to launch a Rush channel. Yes. And I don't know how much I, involvement, um, you know, my presence and my followers had uh, in that decision, but they did end up launching uh, a dedication to, you know, a tribute channel for Neil, which we ran, I think for a month, maybe a little bit longer, but um, that was a very sad day. I just, it was a sad few weeks. And then leading into a pandemic, it was like, wow, this is just the worst year ever. I just, I don't know, it was so weird. But the fact that, um, you know, it was about a year ago, someone reached out to me on Twitter and sent me a direct message and said, you know, I, I, I'm a friend of a roadie who's friends with friends of Neil. And, you know, we're hearing about glioblastoma. And I said, I don't know anything about that. And I can't speculate at all, yeah. but it's that to be true. And I never said anything about it because um, it was not my place to say. Sure. But um, there are some trustworthy people out there in hindsight. You just, you can't take that information. You can't tell. Exactly. exactly. And they kept it so private to the end. So I'm glad I never said a word. Right. Right. For sure. For sure. No, it's, it's amazing how some of these icons are, are passing, Christine. I know that um, I was talking to Mark Goodman, actually, your colleague the other day. And oh, oh, like Tom, Tom Petty, when he died, it was like, I, I was like in the highway. I had to pull over. And had a good cry. It was so rough. It, I felt like a family member died. Christine, it was really, really tough, man. No, that's how it does feel because you you grow up to their music or you have special events in life. And that is your soundtrack. And so you hear it, it is a piece of you that's gone. And thank God for the music. But yeah, uh, yeah I mean, we, we feel like we know these people. And, and so when they pass, it's, it's devastating. And, you know, Tom, Tom died like two weeks after my own mom did. So oh I was, wow! Okay. I, I was already like, oh, oh man, yeah, dark, dark cloud over me. And, uh, I just um, Tom and I had an exchange once on Twitter. I think I wished him a happy birthday or something. He just wrote, "Thanks, Christine." Oh, that's cool. That's <laughs> my, cool. My life, my year. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. That's awesome. Great yeah. story. <laughs> Every once in a while, someone surprises me like that. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You never know who your voice is reaching. That's 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 great. That's, that's true. That's another reason to keep it professional and, and upbeat, you know, because you just never know who you're reaching. You never know. You never know. People need their music, Christine. And, and speaking of music, I mean, you're, you've been so generous with your time. We got to let's start talking about some fun stuff. Let's talk about some music. Okay. Is it me or has there been like amazing music this year? Like extra amazing? Like it's been like a bright spot. Has well, it? I think so. I mean, anyone who had an album and a tour that they were scheduled to go on, hmm. obviously the tours are off, but give us the music because we need it, you know? Right. I know there's a few artists that are holding back, but for whatever reason, uh, it doesn't bother me. But for the ones who have released music, it just is, is twice as special given yeah. the circumstances, I think. It's like, here's our gift to you. Like the Rolling Stones, you know. Yeah. I mean, not only is it a great song, but it's going to go in the history books as being, you know, the song about the pandemic of 2020. It's, it's sure. surreal, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. What are some of your other favorites of the year? Oh, well, I love, um, oh, shoot. <laughs> well, I love um, 
that song complainer and that's um oh god cold now kids. cold war kids i love thank yeah, you yeah. Mm -hmm. um always love mumford and sons right um, they're not without with anything new but that stone song i think was really good and what else did we have oh Hyam, the Hyam sisters they came they're, they're excellent are they there's something special and they're actually um, looking into like a deeper, darker side of life, um, which you don't normally feel from their music because it's always so upbeat. Um, yeah. But they, they are delving into a little bit darker territory. But you have to listen because, like I said, the songs always are very chipper. <laughs> yes. No, definitely, Christine. Absolutely. Yeah. What do I you like? What do you like, Jay? Oh, well, I want to do, do a little exercise with you. Indulge me if you don't mind. I want to share my screen and, uh, and, and sound, I guess. And um, I want to play a couple of clips of stuff that you've introduced people to this year. Okay. And, I want, and I want to just kind of like get your, your, I'll just play like 10 seconds of each. And, and I just, I just want to get like your, your gut or like what this reminds you of. Is that cool? Okay. All right, cool. Let's do it. I think I prepared for this, but you know. Let's see, I made a little folder. Wow, very nice, Jamie. I know, very organized. <laughs> it's... All right, um, so, th so this is the first one. I'll just play like 10, 15 seconds of each. But I, I... And you were in this one. Oh, yeah. Tell me about that song, Christine. I love that guy. That's Nathaniel Rateliff. And I was sitting right across from him during that performance, which was on Valentine's Day. Yeah. In our New York studios. Yeah. And um, he had just come out with uh, that title track to that song right there, and it's still all right. <clears throat> Sorry, somebody's calling me. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Um, yeah, I'm on my phone. Um, so Nathaniel, you know, he's uh, barely 30 years old, but he's so wise beyond his years. And that is one of those pieces of music that really turned out to be um, <clears throat> more of a gift, you know, under the circumstances, because it was uh, less than a month later, everything was, the whole landscape changed. And so that was my last interview in our New York studios. And really? it was almost like a therapy session because Nathaniel is just so calm and he's yeah. open he's transparent he will just hash things out with you and uh, he's a delight to interview, That's interview awesome. twice yeah now. you're a great interviewer christine well th that particular song um, has been one of my favorites uh, you mentioned that and it's also honestly because that's kind of like his divorce album right so it kind of uh, you know honestly just gonna come open here with you and and, and my and my audience like it, it kind of helped me out a little bit you know oh yeah I mean, I believe me, I, I would love to sit with Nathaniel and just talk things out. Um, I asked him, you know, what he does for therapy and he lifted up his guitar and he said, this is what I do. And I said, well, it's cheaper than a shrink. So it's cheaper than a shrink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's, let's move on to the second one. Let's see. Um, okay. This one. These are all songs that you've introduced us to, Christine. Mm-hmm. This is one of my favorites. It's so good. Black Pumas. 
and they were yeah. up for they were up for a Grammy award um, for best new artist, and we play colors from them and fire. And we actually had Eric and Adrian from the band mm -hmm. on the air just a couple weeks ago. Could have been a month ago. I don't know. They all blend together. <laughs> yeah. But they did the a spectrum session from a studio in Austin. And then oh, okay, cool. and that's how we got, got to like patch it all through and get it on the air. For mm. the people. And this is where, I mean, the pandemic has, really has not slowed us down at all. I mean, we used to have a ton of celebrities in and out of New York, LA studios all the time. All the time. But they're, they're still coming on the air. They're just not, we're just not doing it in person. But yeah. Like I said early on, we, we've, we've just shown that we can work remotely. And so it's not going to stop us. <laughs> Absolutely not, Christine. All right, let's do one more. Let's do one more. This is actually an older clip, but, it, but you talk about it a, a lot, and, and it's a really funny story. It, it never gets old when you, when, you tell it, when, when you talk about it. So just... Uh, Wait a second. It, 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 oh, this one? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Look at that old logo, Jamie. <laughs> yeah. All right. So tell us about that, Christine, because that's a hilarious story. Okay. So that's Florence. <laughs> that was her first visit to her New York studios. And she brought her guitarist and obviously herself and this big harp. And I, of course, I've seen harps played before, but I, I didn't know how they were transported and it is on just the smallest little wheel um so you put this huge cumbersome instrument on one tiny wheel and that's how you move the thing which I, nice. I i didn't know until i saw them all come in i was like wow that's how you move a harp that's epic epic christine well listen i mean we've gone over time to be so generous you're so busy um christine this has been this has been a treat i could i listen i, I could go on for hours so Me so too. um you, Jamie. Listen, I wanted to know, uh, I know you do a lot of photography at concerts. Um, what was your last concert before lockdown? And ah, how has it affected you? That's a good question. All right. Flipping the tables for a second. Interesting. Do you mind? <laughs> well played. Well played. Listen, my last concert was March, Saturday, March 7th. Uh, it was a music festival two hours north of Miami called the Okeechobee Music Festival. And uh, the headliners were Vampire Weekend, uh, <laughs> Heim, and um, Mumford and Sons. Ooh. Mumford and Sons was there. Uh, and, you know, there was a lot of talk about it's, it was going to be canceled, but it wasn't. It, was, it wasn't because uh, I guess people were saying, oh, it's kind of like a local festival. It's not like one of these that people travel from all over the world. Right. Uh, so maybe it'll be fine. But the attendance was really low. Like, like 20 minutes before, say, Haim performed, you know, you could get up to the second row. You know what yeah. I mean? It was, it was very, it, like, the attendance was low, and so you could, a lot of people, I think, just didn't go. Felt like um, things were changing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was, but it was a great show, and, and, and I have talked to a couple of the Vampire Weekend people, and they were very scared to be there, but, like, but they just kind of didn't know. Um, and it, it seems like two days after that, it was like that's it it was the following week right i mean yeah. um, i think we really felt it when saint patrick's day came around it was like all right this is a non-event this year it's right just, 
it's canceled. It's right. Canceled. So, so, so yeah, so that was the last one, you know, so, but, you know, got some good shots of Heim. Vampire Weekend was great. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, no, it, it was, it, it was fun. It was a great way to stop, but who would have thought that it was going to be like the last one? Nobody. Right, right. I know. So what have you been doing, like more blogging, podcasting? I mean, um, what, what's taken the place of your photography? Sure, sure. So, I mean, I, I have like a, like, a, like another job, like a full-time job, basically. Yeah. I have a full-time job. So, so I'm doing that. I'm working from home on my job. Like the company kind of like let us work from home. It's going, you know, we're knock on wood. Our jobs are safe for now, all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I've, you know, and the podcast, I used to be a little bit in radio in, in, in top 40 Miami long time ago when I was in college. So this has allowed me to kind of like, just give the time again and like rediscover that and all that stuff. Good for you. Good yeah. for you. A little entrepreneur. So where, where are you in Miami? Cause I, now when oh, I, yeah? I go down to South beach, you know, I got to go to Joe Stone Crab. You got to go to Joe Stone Crab. So I'm about, I'm in between Miami and Fort Lauderdale in an area called Aventura. Mm-hmm. which is like North Miami-Dade County, basically. Right. Uh, my, yeah, mother, yeah, yeah. my mother was Miss North Miami in um, 1962, right before she met my dad and got pregnant. <laughs> ah, that's epic. So, so, look, so you're like a Miamian. You're a Floridian. There you go. I am. You know, I, I, often, I often think I, I will go back uh, to retire and do all that stuff there. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I got, I got kids here and I got a job. So, you know... Um, that's not happening anytime soon, retirement, but it's in the back of my mind. I love, cool. I love Florida. Well, Christine, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean, SiriusXM does a lot of stuff here. would love to, you know, I, I, that's where I met Mark Goodman in a couple of the Fiana shows. Uh, bon Jovi uh, had like a okay. little small show and 80s cruises and stuff. Yeah. Well, no, I didn't, I didn't do that. But like, there was also a Billy Joel, uh, like kind of like a private show. I do remember that. You know, yeah. so so I got a chance to go to that. So you you should oh, start good. coming to all these Miami Series XM stuff. Listen, when they when they I know we were talking about building studios in Miami, and you know, if and when that does happen officially, um, yeah, <laughs> I'll be there. I'll be there, and I'll give you a tour. Jamie. Cool, uh, Christine, that's awesome. It's been a treat. It's been a treat to talk to you, Christine. Let's do this again, Jamie. I, I like talking to you. Thank you. Absolutely, would love it. Let's catch up later. Sounds good. All right, Christine, stay safe. Good luck on the golf. Thank you. Ciao, Jamie. Take care.